Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to Convert Central. I'm Kevin Sidik Lim, the host of Convert Central, and I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Our podcast focuses on the challenges that Muslim converts face along their conversion journey to help Muslims from all backgrounds to find a strong foothold in Islam. Follow our Instagram and LinkedIn page at Convert Central, and I look forward to sharing with you all the beneficial series we plan for the year. For now, I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Welcome back to Convert Central. So Alhamdulillah, uh, today um, we've actually finished a lot of, uh, a big chunk of our marriage series. We've talked about intentions of marriage. We've talked about some everyday questions of marriage and we talked about um, the preparation for marriage. So if any of us here today are interested to know a little bit more about the intentions and also the preparations for marriage or have any FAQs about marriage, feel free to go back to our previous episodes to listen to them. I guarantee you it will be a very, very interesting experience for, for learning about marriage starts from the intention itself. So, of course, Commerce Central will recommend you to start listening to the entire series from the first episode itself. So, today, um, we are joined by a very, very special guest. And, of course, we are, or- we are, we are gathering back, we are assembling our original crew of uh, Brother Brian Ibrahim Abdurrahman, Sis Ashalina, and also Sis Laila. So the special guest today, we are actually joined by Brother Hafiz. Brother Hafiz is uh, one of the conductors of the marriage guidance courses in Darul Akam, in which if you guys didn't know, uh, most of Muslims are recommended to attend this marriage guidance course before you get married, although it's not compulsory, but the um, converts and Muslims who are under the age of 18, they are required to take this course before they get married. So it's highly, highly recommended, not just in Singapore, but it's also a practice in a lot of different countries such as US and UK. They recommend for Muslims to go through a marriage guidance course because it's important to know how to communicate and to learn about marriage before we start. It's also the precursor to why we also want to create this podcast to increase the awareness of proper marriages in our community. So without further ado, let me just get uh, Brother Hafiz to introduce a little bit about himself and the marriage guidance course. So maybe Brother Hafiz can tell us a little bit about yourself and why you decided to become someone who conducts the marriage guidance course for Converts in Darakam. Thank you. Jazakallah khair, Brother Siddiq. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Uh, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah rabbil alamin wassalatu wassalam ashrafil anbiya wal mursalin sayyidina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajmain uh, brothers and sisters mashallah i i'm i'm so grateful to be in uh cover central podcast uh, i've been following one of the as i said earlier one of the very 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 few ig accounts that i follow right uh, influenced by my son nevertheless but and of course it was influenced by you. But uh, I uh, I I I never expected to be uh, here with all of you. But I feel very blessed tonight. And as much as uh, I feel very blessed, uh, having been given the opportunity to interact with so many Subhanallah people who have the intention to make their life better, to find that sakina, that peace on earth. And to find a path that is encouraged by Allah Subhanahu Taala and encouraged by our beloved Prophet Muhammad Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and that is the path of marriage. When when we actually look at it, the world today, um, from statistics alone, it shows that marriage is getting to be a very unpopular activity. And even those who actually got married, uh, quite a number ended up. Uh, in divorce and in difficult situations, when you, you when you have you recall uh, in the previous sessions, some of the asatiza actually talk about that marriage is something that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala created uh, to show His signs. When Allah say, "Wamin ayatihi among my signs, and khalakalakum in anfusakum azwajalitas kunu ilaiha." Uh, that is among the signs of Allah SWT is that He has created among you partners so that you can uh, achieve and feel sakina. Sakina meaning tranquility uh, on this earth, right? And and when I actually became part, I, I became almost accidental uh, going into the marriage uh, guidance uh, program, right? Uh, I just like to share stories. People come to me, uh, ask me questions, etc. And after... 10 years of being married, I begin to realize that uh, I begin to know what not to do in a marriage, though until today, I'm still not sure what to do with my marriage. <laughs> no. Okay, that's that's a joke, but, uh, and sometimes it's quite serious too. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, what happened was, 
being in a marriage guidance uh, uh, program gives me an opportunity to bring couples uh, towards Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and not just that, bringing them together and be able to work towards achieving sakina uh, on earth. Mm-hmm. And it's such a fulfilling uh, piece of opportunity that has been given to me, Alhamdulillah. And therefore, uh, I actually uh, feel that uh, I owe it more to the couples than the couples owe it to me. And when we actually look at marriage, certainly uh, evidence-based research uh, shows that couples who actually go for uh, marital guidance prior to marriage uh, tend to have better quality marriages, right, uh, compared to those who, who does not. And in the olden days, they go to see the elders, they go to see an ustaz, they go to see the qadi, and then they say, ask, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm getting married, what should I do? Right? Uh, or I love this woman, or I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm overflowing with this uh, guy inside my head. Right? Uh, what should I do? And then the elder, the friend will actually share, and that is a rather unstructured approach, but certainly uh, proves the point that we don't go into a marriage without checking in with those who have actually gone through the path before. And better still, if we can get the guidance direct from what Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam actually taught us. Yeah. And 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 I I really uh, uh you, you know I've even I some people say it's for the money maybe but for me um seriously uh, and don't tell Dara I'll come about this even if they don't pay me uh, I will still. Do. <laughs> Right. Uh, as much as uh, so, because at the end of the day, uh, this is my investment in people's lives. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so that uh, because when when people come to Islam, they actually found uh, salvation. Mm-hmm. But uh, after that, there is still a life that they need to live, mm-hmm. and that life is filled with challenges because we are still living on earth. That mm-hmm. life is filled with. Uh, trials, tribulations, because that's the promise of Allah Subhanahu Taala, and the promise of Allah is the more Allah loves someone, the more challenges Allah give to the person. Even though Allah promised la yukalufullahu nafsan illa usaha, Allah will not burden someone more than what he or she can take it. But uh, certainly, in the wisdom of a Creator, He has given us that opportunity to have a partner to go through this life. Uh, in a way that will actually bring us peace even as we go through the trials and tribulations daily, day in, day out until someday we actually have the door open to us to get the peace to meet our Creator. Mm-hmm. And marriage is one of those things that actually marriage, not just to the right person, uh, but marriage in the right way to be able to conduct our life uh, better will give us that resilience, that strength, and that peace, inshallah. Mm. And I feel blessed to be with all those people who are going to onto journey. Wallah Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much, brother Hafiz, for sharing with us a little bit of our, about your motivations. Uh, of course, we will elect to keep the money part in the podcast. If you're okay, then, inshallah. It's okay, it's okay. It was, it was joking but serious, inshallah. <laughs> and mm. and uh, mm. I really appreciate the fact that, like, um, to paint a realistic picture of marriage, that even our marriage counselors also face challenges in marriage that has to so. be worked out. It's always a process of refining each other and getting to know how to become better spouses for our for our partners. So, um, many of us, especially in the secular world, we think that. You know, going to a counselor or going for a marriage course is, is a bit degrading because it seems like we don't need the guidance, right? You know, when we go for counseling, it seems like we have problems, we go to the counselor. But um, especially for converts, right? So when we come to Islam, we realize that's a marriage guidance course. Especially for myself, also when I first came to Islam, I was thinking, I don't need that, you know, I don't need to learn about marriage. I, I can get I can find my own way when I get married. And um the reason why um you know, in Islam, we, 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 we encourage the learning of marriage. We encourage the preparation of marriage. You can find out in the previous three podcasts, you know, we started off first and foremost with the intentions of marriage and what marriage essentially is, right? There, we talked about how important a marriage is, is for a person's life. How important, how big of an ibadah, as, uh, of an act of worship it is for a Muslim. And hence, with, with a proper intention, then we can start a big act of worship. And of course, with a big act of worship, we have to prepare ourselves properly, especially one that will allow us to complete half of our deen, 
right? And then we come to preparation. So of course, with preparation, then we, we in Singapore we are especially assisted by by very subsidized courses in Darul Akam, um, marriage guidance courses. So in of course, when we come when we talk about the Islamic perspective, starting a marriage life is is akin to starting a whole new life. It's a life that we've never experienced before because in 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 ideal Islam, the the way that it's supposed to practice, we have very little opportunities to interact with the opposite gender. So when we start a new life, is is akin to starting something without training wheels, right? So proper preparation is needed, and hence you know uh, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala always gives us the the tools that we need to prepare for the life ahead. So this is the wisdom of 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 why just a little bit of wisdom why you know we have these um, guidelines set in place and these causes in our community that will allow us to learn about marriage. So today, um, you know, as we move forward from preparation, one will start looking for a spouse. You know, one will start wanting to you know get to know new people from the opposite gender, and one will wonder how how should I um interact with them then, and how what what should I look for when it comes to a spouse. So, uh, with that, um, I'm not gonna talk too much because I'm joined by three lovely speakers today again. So, um, each of them have their own guidelines, uh, uh own checklist or, or shopping list, I would say, uh, of 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 qualities and quantities or or whatever when they look for a spouse. So let's check in with them, uh, inshallah, and 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 post the first question. So, uh, Brother Ibrahim, um, sis Laila and sis Ashalina, what do you guys look out for when you guys are looking for a spouse? No one's looking at the camera. I'm assuming that this is like a classroom setting where you should. No one looks at the teacher; they don't get to participate first. So you know, I'm just gonna call names, I guess. And uh, <laughs> as always, because the name list of the class always starts with an A, right? I, I guess I have to call Sis Ashalina. So inshallah, Sis, maybe you will try to help us answer the question first. Yeah, karena karena bom pasal botaj. Okay. Uh, Season one, ah. Huh? <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Uh, so, Assalamualaikum. Yeah, so, I, to me, I think to find a, the spouse, I think you have to be someone who some of the like criteria like respect, understanding, mm. and etc. Like, and so on. Then I think family background is, is important also because uh, I think I men- mentioned in one of the podcasts, a child will be able to leave or uh, maybe a child will go in the environment uh, in the environment and also the family members around him. So I think to me, first and foremost, I think I want my child to grow up in a healthy, healthy environment mm-hmm. with Islamic uh, teachings and also yeah. able able to understand and respect the non-Muslim family mm-hmm. uh, family members or maybe the grandparents that they will be having. Yeah, then I think wealth itself is important. Even though inshallah Allah will be the one who provide all these um. Um, sustenance, yeah, wealth is mm. important, especially in Singapore. Yeah, like mm. like previously, Jiahui mentioned that, um, financially we need to plan out what what we need in the family or what do we need, um, uh, for our wedding or something like that. Yeah. And the looks as well is also is also important because it's like Allah love love beauty beauty like, um, what what's more about the creation also love beauty. So so. Not no need to be too handsome, no need to be like wow, like very popular, no need to have status. It's just that mm. have taqwa in front of Allah and also practice together. I think that's the um best looks, inshallah. Thank <laughs> you, Sis Ashalina. I, 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 I did a mental endeavor to try to count the number of characteristics you list that are, I think I I I quoted <laughs> about 18 or 17. So to Ashalina's future spouse, uh, inshallah, we'll make dua for you. To meet all <laughs> so okay, so uh, in summary, I guess for you would be um your priority would face in the importance of uh religion, family, and also you know uh, enough money to sustain a family in, in the country mm. as well as you know be pleasing to your eyes uh, That will be Shala. some of your qualities. Mm. Okay, alhamdulillah. So thank you so much, Ashanina, for that. All right, and sis Tiawe, since uh, she has uh, name caught you uh in, in her in her answer, I guess you can you can go next, inshallah. Uh, sure. Assalamualaikum, everyone. Okay. Uh, so um, thanks for having me uh, in this podcast. So uh, I would like to share uh, coming from a woman point, point of view. Lam. So yeah. of course, every woman would like to have a responsible other half, like your partner to take care of you throughout the, the other half, um, the rest of your life. Yeah. And maybe for me personally, um, what I look out for a guy, right, is a good character and good temper. Because mm. I cannot take it when someone has a bad tempo and you know yeah. um, I have been through that uh, personally 
and mm. things will get ugly if you cannot control your temper. So uh, what I really look out for is someone who is patient and calm and know how to handle the situation very well. Yeah. yeah so this is expected out from my husband. Mm. A future husband, inshallah. It's like, it's like inshallah. having a job description like that. It's like <laughs> job filter, right? Yeah, yeah, filter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and good hygiene as well. Mm. So I cannot take it and guys are not very being hygienic. So Especially yeah. nowadays, right? When it's COVID. Nowadays. Yeah, yeah. So and you're gonna live with this person, you know, so it's, hygiene is very important. Yeah, but other than that, I feel like um your other half should be someone who understands you very well. It goes beyond mm. words. So it's like someone not more beyond a best friend. And yep. yeah, even if you cannot speak your words outright, he still can understand you in your silence. Yep. So that is very important. Yeah. All right, all right. Thank you Thank so you. much, Yahweh. Alhamdulillah. All right, okay. And our last um singer and ready to mingle Muslim that we have us with us today is our brother Ibrahim Abdurrahman. So please, brother Ibrahim, please share with us some of your criteria or what you look for in a spouse. No, it's not really a criteria, but like um one one thing that I think is very important to me, regardless if this is like a spousal relationship or like a friend, like even between like me and my male friends, I think something that is very important is like communication. Like how how do we communicate, you know? When when things go south, um, and things like occur that we don't like. Um, are you the kind of person to bring it up um like very directly or are you kind of person to be a bit more indirect? Like both ways are fine. It's just that like, mm. like how would you prefer to communicate? And I think that, that that's very important because like in a relationship, like regardless of whether it's romantic or not, right? It's a like the lack of communication really breaks down relationships. Mm. So I think that's one very important one very important thing. Mm. Uh, so communication. Communication is important. I like to believe that like yeah, because I, I like to believe that um everyone has good in- intentions towards their spouse. But due to the lack of communication, right, sometimes like even though you have good intentions, you cannot bring about good outcomes because you don't really know what your partner, what your friend is feeling at the moment. So you can't really mm-hmm. give them like what they want and you are not having to guess. So for me, like clear, like crisp communication is very important. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Okay. So thank you to our very single and very ready to mingle Muslims for sharing with us your, your perspectives. And it's great, you know, if, if you have real, recognized um, in which how we have chose this set of guest speakers with us for this episode is that we're trying to get a spectrum. Unfortunately, we didn't manage to venture out of the Chinese Muslim realm because of timing and schedule conflicts and all. But with us today, we have different Muslims on, on, on different parts of their Islamic journey, different understanding of the deen and also different preferences, different gender. So um, essentially what we're trying to say is that everyone has a different set of preferences, you know. And, and why, definitely why when we look at this, we need guidance is that there's, there's, of course, when we talk about looking for a spouse, everyone will refer to one or two na- very popular narrations when looking for spouses, right? One of these is mentioned by Sisa Shalina uh, in, in the form of a criteria. She said uh, wealth, lineage. She also said dean, and she also said beauty, right? So this is a very popular narration by the uh, mentioned by our Prophet Sallallahu uh, Alaihi an approximation of uh, when you look for this when you look for a spouse, look for these four qualities, right? But also, what, what, what would you define as dean? Right? So without guidance, we wouldn't know what, what is din. But, and, and, but we have also Sis Yahweh and Brother uh, Ibrahim coming to tell us that, okay, so uh, positive qualities they are looking for are good communicators, also responsible people who have good temperament. Then are these part of having a good din? Maybe, right? So this is why we have to learn about, you know, how, what to look out for in a spouse and what are some guidelines for us to do so. So, which is why, befittingly, today we have with us, alhamdulillah, brother Hafiz, to help us demystify, and of course, um, talk about some uh, characteristics, why are there certain emphasis on certain characteristics, and what is the mindset that we should come with when we are looking for a spouse? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Um, I, I'm glad uh, I'm also, as I hear, I, I'm sitting with people who are normal, uh, in your aspirations for your future spouse. <laughs> I don't have somebody who's looking for something out of the world, right? Uh, so if you're looking for something out of the world, probably you'll be asking, uh, 
Yeah, you'll be asking for uh, an angel to marry an angel. But uh, probably we still have not got one more person who uh, share with us his idea of what kind of spouse he wants. Allah. <laughs> All right. So, um, in 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 uh, podcast terms, uh, because we only have a audio medium, uh, to share with our listeners, uh, I I will have to narrate. I'm I'm not just the host. I'm not just the moderator. I'm also the narrator of what happens in a Zoom room. So right. all of them are on the chat asking for me to share my preferences <laughs> as well. So <laughs> I guess Hamdila, uh, since I I'm of a position where I ask them to share, it's only fair that I share mine as well, right? So, um. For me, what I look out for in a spouse is um someone who is able to make me laugh. That's something that will keep me interested for a long time, and also someone who is able to tell me that I'm wrong because I I definitely do believe in what I do a lot of the times. I I make sure that I think through my actions properly and I do it. So a lot of times, like I need someone to tell me that I'm 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 I might not be on the right path, right? So I hope for someone to you know be able to go through that thought process and tell me that I'm wrong when I'm able to when when they're able to see. It. So mm. that's something that's important to me, you know, that that you know, not just that we are able to guide each other, but when it come when push comes to shove, when I am really wrong, that they they have to tell me. So that's these are my criteria. Yeah. Great, inshallah. I mean, right. Uh, uh, and yeah, you know, let, let me just start off with the bad news now. Uh, the bad news is this. Uh, I've tried to go through many research. Uh, and I was reading some research, and. Because uh, I, I want to know really, uh, besides all the adab that Rasulullah has taught us uh, and some of the criteria based on the hadith, all that, uh, what else would actually help in the successful marriage? So the first bad news is actually this. The first bad news is the length of courtship before marriage does not make the couple more successful after marriage. Right. So some I, I, I know couples who've known each other for years since they were young, courtship for until secondary, JC, university, and then they got married and the marriage still doesn't work out. Right. So sometimes people say, hey, let's not get it first. Let, let's, let's get to know each other first and see whether we are okay with this. Right. And then there are some people say, oh, there's such a thing as compatibility. Okay, there's such a thing as compatibility. And when we talk about compatibility, then they say, okay, go for the compatibility test. Based on statistics, this kind of man, marry this kind of woman, will be, uh, they can last longer. Unfortunately, compatibility test also doesn't help, right? Uh, because, uh, you know, the good news then is almost any combination, almost any combination of uh, personalities can still make the marriage work. Okay. So, yes, Alhamdulillah, uh, there will be certain things that based on our fitra, uh, based on our character, based on personality, that when we actually meet, we see somebody, we actually talk to someone, we can we tend to feel attracted. And attraction is very important. I, I mean, uh, you don't go and uh, marry someone and you look at it, oh, this one, the Ustaz recommend to me, uh, but I look at his face, uh, like, like want to vomit, uh, right? <laughs> I say if, if that's the case, even if the, the ustaz actually recommend or the ustaz recommend or good friend recommend, maybe you should think uh, you think think twice twice about it. So uh, when Rasulullah Sallam uh, shared the hadith, even though it may not be the strongest hadith, but there is a natural thing, uh, an attraction that it starts with, right? Uh, and certainly, uh, love before marriage does also not define the kind of love that you have after marriage. Okay. Uh, a case in point. A case in point. Uh, you may ask me, what was my criteria? How did I choose, choose my wife right now? I mean, my current wife, my only wife, inshallah. Uh, till Jannah, hopefully. Right now. So, um, I mean, I used to dream uh, that mm, I, I want a woman with long hair. Uh, I like a woman of this character, that character. But after 26, 27 years of marriage, Actually, it doesn't matter whether her hair is long or short because it's who he, she is, right? Uh, what we have actually built together and the chemistry came about after the years of working out our marriage together. And I can tell you a secret, right? Uh, I've never gone out with my wife before our marriage. 
Okay. And <laughs> and the sad part is, or the happy part, inshallah, is we were matchmade. So I will tell people uh, again, uh, and my wife will, if we were to bring my wife into the show, and you ask her, how much you love uh, Brother Hafiz or Brother Nailu or whatever you call me, right? Uh, at the point they get married, this evening, and she will say zero, right? But uh, somehow or other, today we can't bear uh, away from each other for too long, right? Uh, we always miss each other. Uh, and even that doesn't mean that I don't travel. I travel a lot on my own, but I always miss her. And I assume that she also miss me too. Okay, I will not ask her so that uh, you will not disappoint me. But uh, whatever the case may be, right? Uh, what happened is there are a few things that we actually look out for. Of course, the strength of character is very critical. Rasulullah has told uh, Khadija bin Jaish when she asked Rasulullah, Ya Rasulullah, uh, there's two suitors. I have two suitors, right? Uh, and then which one should I choose? And Rasulullah actually said that this one, uh, I can't remember the name, uh, is not suitable because he actually can't afford to get married. Right, uh, so a man must go into marriage to carry the responsibility. Uh, so, and therefore, if you find somebody who cannot carry the responsibility of a marriage, then that person may not be the best person you choose. And then the other one, Rasulullah said, "Don't marry him because he's known to beat women up." So violence, and that's what Laila Chahui was talking about: violence, anger management. Uh, failure in anger management is definitely a no-no uh, when we actually choose our spouse. And today, we even have women beating their husband, right? Okay, uh, not, not that many, alhamdulillah. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, yes, we come with the intention to grow together. And we say, never mind, I'll, I'll, I'll counsel him. But seriously, every one of us has our own our, have our own demons. We are still struggling with our life, trying to make it better. And if there's somebody who we marry that we cannot handle, uh, I mean, you're not going to be, it's not like getting a puppy or what that they will follow and role play date, that kind of stuff. Huh? But uh, if that person is violent, that person uh, cannot handle anger, the person is uh, addicted, right? Uh, then that will be one of the things that we are guided by Rasulullah not to put our life into. A lot of things to unpack um, from what you shared, right? So um, we, we, we'll, go, we'll go a little bit step by step on how to unpack uh, everything that Brother Hafiz has, has shared with us. So first and foremost, right, I think the, the fact of the matter is he mentioned that any, you know, reading his experience, and I think we can all agree that, you know, we've seen many different types of couples have gotten together and uh, any set of characteristics uh, or, or con con compatibility, people can make it work. Yes, that's fact number one, right? And of course, we're not talking about like um negative sets of 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 behavioral traits like like getting easily angry or getting violent. That won't work. But as long as um you know we have decent characteristics with good dean, you know, uh any any two pair of people can make it work. And that that's to underline the the fact that we cannot expect perfect partners for ourselves, you know, um not just the perfect partner in general. You know, sometimes we are looking for the perfect partner for ourselves, the one that complements perfectly our, our strengths, our weaknesses, knows our interests and what we don't like. You know, we would like to have that person in our lives. But sadly, in reality, most of us wouldn't find that person, right? And, and, and with Brother Hafiz's experience, he shared that it is not that, you know, uh, they don't exist, but rather it's our mental perception that all happiness and, and goodness in a marriage comes from the, bless, the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that comes from how we treat our partners, how we, how we present ourselves, and how we show that, you know, we are mindful of the, the guidelines that he has given us. So that's, that's a big topic in itself, understanding that humans are complex creatures. Le learning to live with another human is even more complex, uh, you know, problem and, and matter in, in and of itself. Uh, it, it definitely takes more than eight episodes to address uh, questions like this, right? And, and, and preparations like this. So today what we can do our best is to give a short introduction behind the wisdom and why we do the things we do, right? So of course, um, after talking about how he has mentioned um, 
you know, we have we have to moderate our expectations, and we have to find uh you know certain characteristics that would show us that this person is good or not good for us. Definitely in religion, you know, when finding a partner, especially Islam, lays for us many characteristics that are permissible. The things that we should look out for are are few, but we should take note of them. For example, bad temper. You know, for example, uh, being violent against the, uh, you know, previous spouses. If we know them, then we should get uh, stay away. But of course, when we talk about permissible characteristics, we also talk about the hadith in which we mentioned earlier that Prophet Islam has mentioned wealth, lineage, beauty, and deen. And Prophet Islam ended the 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 narration of or what he said with something in the lines of, and if you were to choose, choose your deen first. And many of us sometimes we get confused, right? We we that makes us think that okay, you know what, my life. I don't need a beauty. I don't need someone rich. I don't need anyone with a good family. I just want Dean. That is something that is a misconception in itself. The very fact that they are listed shows that they have importance over our families, uh, our, our married lives. Since um, Xiaohe has mentioned the importance of, of wealth, since Ashalina has mentioned the importance of family, right, in, 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 in bringing up our children, in, in guiding us as Muslims. So these are things that are not shameful per se. Because a lot of times in our society, when we say, okay, I think this girl is beautiful. I love her. I like her. You know, people think that, oh, you know, this guy is just superficial. But no, Allah has created us for humans to be gravitated towards beautiful things. That's why when we see the suns, that's why we see the stars, we see the moon, we say, mashallah. You know, we, we see beauty and we get reminded by the one who is most beautiful. We get reminded of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when we select spouses, it's not wrong to choose someone who we find attractive. But it has to be moderated with the fact that we choose someone who is visually appealing plus we love the deen of the person so when we when Rasulullah says choose the deen of the person it's not saying that you can't choose the rest but if you like someone for their uh, for their looks do not forget their deen don't forget their religion and before we actually get into Ta'aruf let's talk about why we want to make this series for converts right so um, for converts it's not hard to know what characteristics we want we all know what we want right the problem when it comes to converts, converts is something called ta'aruf. And this is a term that has been used quite a lot in this podcast. It means getting to know someone, the rulings in getting to know someone in Islam, the interactions between different genders uh, in Islam. And why this is, is difficult is because as, you've made, have, as you guys have all listened to Brother Hafiz's experience, Ustaz Nasrullah's experience in the previous podcast, we talked about how it's important for Muslims to observe a certain guideline when, when we interact with our spouses, including not being in a private setting with, our sp- with, with, with someone who we see as our potential spouse, not being in situations where our, uh, our, our religious uh, duties have to be compromised. And especially when we take into account of, of the source of these, these rulings, the importance of these rulings in which uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, and this is the wisdom behind it that, you know, uh, do not come even close to zina. Do not come even close to zina means uh, having in our context as single Muslims premarital relations with another person, premarital sexual relations with another person. So, you know, and 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 take note of the language that's used here. It's not that do not commit this act, but do not even come close to this act. And as we all have been, whoever has been in love before, and most converts, I would say, you guys have probably have been in love before, before coming to Islam. You know how love can be a slippery slope when it comes to uh, escalating your actions. You know, when we feel love for someone, we allow it to happen, might as well, might as well, might as well, and everything just, just leads on to something else. So we know the power of a slippery slope, like our emotions and our hormones. And this is the wisdom towards why we shouldn't even get close to things like Zina, right? So wisdom uh, has been stated, guidelines has been stated. That means that that essentially means when we come back to converts, that means it's tricky for us to to find spouses, right? Because for born Muslims, they have families. You know, without maybe families, they have communities. Because if if I'm a Malay Muslim, I'm probably going to hang out with more other Malay Muslims that in which we grow up. We have a community of Malay Muslims that will recommend to me, uh, maybe a spouse, inshallah. But when it comes to converts, therein lies the problem, right? Without an extended Muslim family, without a sensitive and supportive community many converts do not know where to begin. You know, and sometimes we are, we revert back to our ways, even though we, we, we shouldn't, but we, we, sometimes we have no choice, right? So this is why we, we wanted to create a podcast like this. We wanted to talk about the wisdom of preparation, wisdom of looking, and wisdom of following these guidelines. And yes, we, we also, uh, as well as Ashalina mentioned in the chat, we don't know who our guardians are. You know, we don't know who, you know, we, we have no reference when it comes to marriage. So um, now then, let's talk about uh, Ta'aruf. Uh, 
Right now, then let's let's go into Ta'aruf with Brother Hafiz's experience. A Muslim do not go and purposely find trouble for themselves, right? So therefore, there must be some kind of, in contemporary terms, due diligence lah, right? Do some intelligence work, right? Uh, but how to do intelligence work when you're not allowed to go out together, hold hand, discover each other? Because Rasulullah SAW said that uh, two, two person, one man and one woman, if they're not married, they go out. Uh, the third one is shaitan, right? Uh, so, and therefore, there are several things that we actually choose. First, when we look at it, yes, uh, as all of you said, it starts with your niyat, your intention. And uh, the second one, besides your intention is, and this is what Allah promised in the Quran that uh, a good believing man will be married with a good believing woman, right? And then uh, a, a fornicator will marry with a fornicator and so on and so forth. So first with the intention, second is we prepare ourselves to be the best partner. Inshallah, the next person that comes about will be gravitated to us because of similar intent, because of similar character in that sense, right? Uh, so, and of course, uh, a good believing man and a good believing woman will always, the third one, huh? uh, so one is uh, our intention, second is actually preparing ourselves to be a good husband, to be, uh, to be a good wife, right? Uh, uh, and, and, and the third one is actually all this dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? Uh, because uh, nothing happens by chance. Uh, Allah will bring us to meet somebody who by accident and we say, subhanallah, uh, I feel attraction. Right, uh, I mean, there's no such thing as cupid, of course, right? But uh, there is an attraction in the way uh, the mannerisms of a person, right? Uh, and what is the dua? Uh, this is not from a hadith, right? Uh, this is not from a hadith, but if you want to be specifically about marriage, then say, Allah, please give me uh, a husband or a wife that is best suited for me, uh, for my future in this world and the hereafter, right? And that I am best suited for her, for him, for this world and for the hereafter, right? And when you ask for that, right? When you ask for that, inshallah, Allah will makbul your dua. So you always pray to Allah SWT. And, and, and really, uh, yes, it is important. We put some criteria, but it has never been, uh, marriage has never been about a checklist, right? Uh, Right, you say how thick is the hair, uh, how much is the mustache, how long is the tudong, right, uh, or whatever, right. Uh, so this is never about a checklist per se, right. Uh, but there is some basic uh, attraction, and uh, then when you meet a person, then you look for the strength of character. And but if you cannot sit down with a person, so one, two, three, the fourth one is when you actually meet, you go around with people who are like-minded. Hmm. I mean, if you go clubbing, you meet only people who like clubbing, right? Uh, if you go to Darul Arkham, then you meet a lot of people who have uh, put their life, invest their life in the journey uh, towards finding the truth and towards Allah SWT. So being an activist in an organization, formally or informally, and an organization can be also organization, whether you talk about masjid, whether you talk about association like Darul Arkham, whether you talk about uh, a welfare organization helping old folks, right? Or as I said, whether you hang out with some kind of uh, CCA or clubbing and what have you not, those are all environments that will bring people of similar interest together, right? Uh, and then from there, you find that, hey, I'm attracted to this person. Or they say, hey, bro, you, you're not married. I want to recommend you somebody. Right, uh, that kind of things, lah. Right, uh, which what was what happened to me, right? Uh, so, uh, therefore, the, the, the fourth one that I would suggest is you hang around in a place where there are people that uh, has a certain set of intention, certain character, and the chances of you meeting those people of a certain character will be where you go, uh, is where your watering hole is, uh, right? Uh, so, if the watering hole have a lot of horses, you meet horses there. Lah. Right, uh, I mean, I don't know whether that's a good analogy, right? Uh, but uh, if your water hole has a lot of people of iman and taqwa who actually 
spend their life trying to be better because, as I said, uh, many times in marriage guidance courses, that there is no instruction for us to marry an angel. The instruction is actually to marry a human. And the next person that you marry, that human, will have character flaws just like ourselves. We'll have something that they are not proud about just like ourselves. We'll have still got a journey uh, to elevate and improve himself or herself just like ourselves. So uh, therefore, if we look for perfection in our partner, I can almost assure you that you're going to be disappointed. But the perfect partner is a perfect human with all the challenges. And sometimes what seems to be a challenge, and in the Quran say, sometimes you don't like something about your wife or your husband, but that is a rahmah from Allah SWT for you. I mean, there are certain things I don't like about my wife and there are certain things about me that my wife don't like. One of the things that my wife don't like about me is she hate my guts. Right? Uh, I always like to try things <laughs> uh, which other people don't try. Right? Uh, so even when uh, we look for food, I will try to find something that I have not tried, tasted before. Uh, I want to try new things. Right? Uh, and she said, why, why you must try new, these things? Why must you put yourself in such, such a situation? Right? Uh, I mean, uh, now she is actually, uh, we are able to celebrate our differences. And I'm thankful for the, this, these differences. Uh, she is, is, as I said, uh, to many people, you know, they say that uh, uh, creativity is next to insanity. So she's the sanity, I'm the creativity. Okay? <laughs> uh, but Alhamdulillah, she actually made my life more grounded. Even though sometimes I say, mm. and she feels that, hey, well, you must do these kind of things. But uh, I have actually helped to open new experiences for her, right? Not necessarily all this good experience, right? Uh, but uh, then the last one that I would, uh, so uh, after hanging around, the, the other one that you need to do, because you cannot uh, ta'aruf the person by sitting together for a long, long time and discussing, then it is actually very good to have a third person, a mediator, not the shaitan, the human, right? Okay, uh, so that's what I did. Uh, I have somebody who say, hey, uh, or even some of the brothers came to me, bro, I'm actually interested in this sister. He knows the sister, but I'm interested. Can you check for me? So the first thing that I share is, uh, okay, the, uh, I talk to my wife, and then my wife will actually go and say, oh, this sister, her character is like this, like this, like this, like this. And then I tell my brother, uh, my wife say the character of sister there and she's available or she's not available. So we have uh, intelligence network, uh, not because we like to mengumpat or, or, or what's that? Huh? Backbite. It's not about backbiting. It's actually about interest. And then we find out that, hey, uh, yeah, maybe uh, this this family may is somebody that I, a family that I cannot handle. is uh, their challenges. Or say, hey, this family, yeah, they are also like me, menu fans. Okay, alhamdulillah. Okay, uh, so if, I mean, nothing wrong for a menu fan marrying a Liverpool fan, right? Uh, but, uh, uh, okay, that's something that doesn't apply because I don't like to watch soccer. Uh, but, <laughs> so, but I married into a family that like to watch soccer, right? Uh, so that's, that's not an issue, right? Uh, but whatever the case may be, then you actually get a mediator to understand, to ta'aruf further. And finally, to even convey your intention, right? Uh, I mean, I got friends who give flowers to a girl and propose. Okay, it's not haram, right? Uh, but the way some people propose is, bro, uh, can you convey to her that I am interested uh, to have her as my life partner? And then I tell my wife, my wife go and meet the sister. And then she says, sis, uh, you know, uh, there is this brother that is interested in you. Right, uh, and of course they convey the messages across lah. Not just I tell the brother about the sister, I never tell the sister about the brother, right? Uh, so we actually have mediator who actually help, uh, especially somebody who's married, a husband and a wife, right? Uh, so that it is actually there's two things when you actually get a husband and wife uh, to actually mediate is they themselves have gone through marriage, so they they sort of know something what to look out for, right? right? Uh, and uh, and, and, and the first time I, I, I met my wife was, okay, 
the our matchmakers say, okay, come. And then there's a, there's a curtain between us. They say, okay, are you ready? And then they open the curtain and say, okay, uh, this is Sister Saleha. Okay. <laughs> wow, very old old school, huh? right? Uh, feels like a game show. Huh? <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, you should not be robotic in your relationship. It's not like you 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 cannot talk to talk to a girl, girl, girl at all. But when you talk to somebody you're interested in, you maintain your adapt. You maintain the lowering of the gaze. Right, you don't oogle a girl or you don't oogle a guy. So uh, you start with adapt. You still start with mutual respect, and even uh, after your marriage, you actually meet each other, and the basis of mutual respect continues. Because we will have our differences, and then the last one after exchanging, and you know what I did with my wife uh, or to be at that time, we actually first exchange pictures before we even meet. Right, uh, and then she said, "Okay," and then I say, "Okay, looks attractive enough." And then after that, uh, we exchange letters. We even talk about as our aspirations. What, what, what are we looking for in life? Right, what, what is it that I want to achieve? And if you already know, in this case, I don't know my wife before we got married. But if you already know the sister, uh, another friend, friend of mine, when he proposed, he actually wrote long, 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 long story. Okay, I don't suggest you write as long. But he actually wrote 24 pages to his uh, wife-to-be in his proposal. Right? But he's from us and social science. Huh? Okay, <laughs> writing is their cup of tea. I'm from engineering. I don't write much. Right? Uh, I only write 10 pages to my wife. Right? Okay. Uh, so we, we write, we, uh, we exchange uh, aspirations. Uh, we do go on the phone sometimes, but we never go out together. Right, uh, but uh, and even when we met, there's all this uh, chaperone, right? Uh, but that doesn't mean that you must. Uh, at, at the end of the day, it's actually about the adam. The last, last one after you have done your diligence, you have exchanged letters, aspiration, right? Uh, then you should do your istikhara. Okay, you should do your istikhara, and when you pray your istikhara, Allah will guide us, right? Uh, to the best outcome. And seriously, uh, I don't mind saying this, right? Uh, my wife is not the person I consider to get married with. There were many others, right? There were many others. And every time after I do my istikhara, things just don't work out. Okay, after I do my istikhara, things just don't work out. And sometimes uh, when you're already attracted, you have invested some emotion in that relationship, it can really be heartbreaking. Okay, and at that point in time, that's why at the end of the doa for istikhara, Allah, uh, Allah, Allah, teach us, Ya Allah, please give me goodness wherever it is, and instill in my heart acceptance for your decision, because love and marriage is an emotional thing, right? Uh, and sometimes you already, as I said, invested our emotion upon a person, and things don't work out, and in many of the instances. It's not that the person is a bad person, right? Uh, because I've already done the due diligence and all the work before that, right? I've known that person in, in, in context, the circle, the kind of friends they have, the kind of family. But something just happened by the will of Allah SWT that make things not work out. Okay? And as I said, not because the other person is a bad person and hopefully not because I was a bad person or is a bad person, but because Allah knows that there is somebody better for us in the future. Wallahu alam. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Uh, thank you so much, Brother Hafiz, for sharing your experience and also, uh, mashallah, setting a very, very high bar for us to match uh, in not just your process to getting married, but also your humility, where you mentioned you're not too attractive, but you had many options then. Where I think all of us here don't have that privilege. And of course, um, Brother Hafiz went into Ta'aruf, right? So this is his sequence is laid out for us, right? Getting to know someone through common interests and, and getting to learn, learn about someone through maybe texting, through writing 23-page letters in which I won't even read in my university assignments, you know. <laughs> and, 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 and next, you know, getting someone uh, who has a mutual relation to the person to ask for marriage and subsequently, inshallah, maybe get our families involved as well. So there are many different ways to, to, to get to know someone. And now this is where I bring in our singer really to mingle Muslims. Uh, I hope that you guys have found your solutions in the years you guys have become Muslims. How do you guys then navigate um, your, 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 your landscape of getting to know someone while still trying to uh, keep to Islamic guidelines? And it's okay, we understand that there's a spectrum of um, you know, practices when it comes to Muslims in Singapore. 
you know, this is something that we have to accept, you know, as reality, you know, ideally Islam should be practiced as such. But some, but we are all on a journey. And if there's something that we are able to help, you know, someone who is maybe lagging behind a little bit with our experiences, we would want to try, right? So I would love to get your experiences. Maybe we can start with now our uh, our brother, Brian uh, Ibrahim Abdul Rahman, since he was the last one to go. I'm guessing he, he should have the privilege of going the first this time around. How would you then, you know, um, you know, try to find new ways to get to know someone else's spouse nowadays? Well, I mean, I think the first thing is to make sure that you um, seek knowledge on this topic. That's the first step that um, I think everyone should take. Yeah. Because like all other things in our life and in our religion, right? Like Islam provides, gu- provides guidance on how to go about doing things. And mm. what, like warnings against things that you shouldn't do and advice mm. for things that you should do. And I think that like, if you don't see those warnings, you don't take that advice. Things, things would go south for us. Like things like we might, might not be able to see the wisdoms behind the wisdoms behind those things, like when we first hear of, of them. But like, as time goes by and we choose to um, follow them or not, then like we see the wisdom. I I I remember something that a friend said to me: like life is uh, either the bitterness of discipline or the bitterness of regret. You know, so like maybe some things might be a bit difficult for us to follow at the start, but. Uh, like if you don't follow them, like you don't like um, taste the bitter, the bitterness of that then, then we will taste the bitterness of regret afterwards. So like in Chinese we have this saying called Xian Ku Ho Tian. It's like bitter first, sweet afterwards, yeah. right? So um I think that's very applicable here, you know. So I think the first thing that everyone should do would be to seek um understanding and knowledge on how to go about doing that and also ask people about how that could be applied to their personal context because like everyone everyone is different you know and everyone has different uh different but like different points in their lives where where, where they are so definitely seek advice huh? mm. Mm. all right thank you so much brother ibrahim alhamdulillah uh agree definitely agree that um we should seek advice on if you are planning to do something, let's say I'm unsure whether going out with uh, someone that I am interested in together with her cousin, you know, or maybe her sibling is, is okay or not. And, and everything in between, essentially, we should ask. Firstly, we should ask. And um, we should actually find out whether we can do it first before doing it. So what about um, Sis Ashalina and Sis uh, Laila? You know, what, what are your thoughts on this? I think uh, advice as well, Istihara, uh, ask my teacher who I trust or ask my friend who I trusted. And then after that, when it, things get serious, then I will, I think I will, I will involve my family member. That's my personal opinion. Opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's about Thanks it. for sharing that. Okay. And uh, so what about Sis Laila? Your turn. Okay. Uh, for me, uh, I'll, I'll, like, I'm a very straightforward person. So, um, and I'm, I would know that if the person is right for me, so I will be more daring and really get to know that person <coughs> personal level. Not just to really get to know that person. Yeah. Yep. Treat it, understand the person well. Then uh, have a mutual understanding of the relationship further mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah. Thank you, Sis Laila, for sharing as well. So um, I think you guys have shared among the lines of... Um, you know, seeking advice is one, seeking knowledge is another. And also, um, you know, ultimately the challenge is, is how do we interact with them, right? You know, in Singapore, um, especially in the environment of, of, uh, of an interaction that we see outside of our Muslim community being so, uh, you know, with minimal rest- restrictions. Um, there are many ways in Singapore that we are still also able to get to know our, our, our potential spouses. For myself, I could share that I think the, the best way I can do it is to involve my family and, and her family. I think um, since marriage is a union of two families, right? So I think that it's best if I can uh, get to know her through the context of family, maybe joining for family events. And, and in Singapore, we are blessed to have many, many family events per year if you guys celebrate public holidays together. So like uh, occasions such as Chinese New Year, I can invite 
family over Hari Raya is something else. Many, many public holidays that we can look forward to. So um, this is one way that we can get to know somebody as a spouse. That means today, um, we have discussed on a few things, right? Um, and that, that we hope to really encapsulate in the podcast. Number one is how do we look for a spouse? What do we look for in a spouse, right? What are some characteristics and what are some mindsets that we, sh- we should come with? But Hafiz said that we should not look, look for the perfect spouse. Well, on our side, we said that there are many um, characteristics that we can look out for. And we, we, we should have a proper hierarchy or guideline to look for them. And that is... Uh, related by the narration of the Prophet Sallallahu and of course proper understanding of these narrations in which you can get from your local satizas not just from this podcast number two is how should we then look out, look for our spouse especially for converts and of course you, you, you can see that you know even our guest speakers here including myself we don't have the absolute answer to this question and, and definitely you know no matter how hard we try we'll never get the definitive answer right it, it, it's someone it's a personal endeavor what we can do best as a community is to, is to help each other with, with, with opportunities. If we see a brother then, you know, as a bomb Muslim, having issues uh, trying to get to know a, a, a spouse, then we should help them. And of course, if anyone would like to come to Convert Central to ask on, uh, to seek advice on how to find a spouse, we are more than happy to link you up with uh, Asatizas like Ustaz Nasrullah and uh, for a chat, you know, when it comes to this, I think they'll be more than happy to help. Yeah, th- that's the takeaway that um, it's, it's always a, a process that we have to refine and, and to learn from. And of course, with the help of the community. Yep. So right now, um, before we end the podcast, and, and of course, thank you, the speakers, and also thank you, Brother Hafiz, for, for staying on for such a long podcast. It's a long topic. We tried to squeeze two big topics into one podcast, but let's end with this, right? Let's end with, with, uh, with reminding ourselves our intentions for getting to know each other. And reminding yourself of the wisdom of why we have these guidelines. And, and for that, I'd like to invite Brother Hafiz one last time to, to take us through briefly why Islam gives us these guidelines to get to know our spouse. Why these guidelines to look for spouses and, and to get to know them. You know? and, and inshallah, we'll end this podcast after inshallah. Inshallah. Uh, and basically, uh, as a Muslim, we believe that we are created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as the designer of us, uh, he actually give us in his uh, bless uh, as a blessing in his compassion and mercy a manual so that we can actually operate ourselves in the best of way in the most optimal way. So there's so many ways to actually use our body, our mind, our soul, right? Uh, and some will end up uh, in destruction. Some will end up uh, in a less than optimal situation. But with the guidance from the manual from the creator, which is the Quran and the demonstrator of life, Rasulullah, then we can learn to continue to optimize and get the best of what has been created that is ours, uh, the creation, the best creation of Allah SWT. And therefore, you find that in any aspect of life, uh, especially in an ibadah like marriage, right? Uh, it uh, Allah do not leave us alone uh, to our whims and fancy, but Allah give us some guidance so that we can actually get the best outcome, right, for our life in this world and for our life in the hereafter. And that is basically why uh, in this important endeavor of getting married, coming back to the principles, to the sunnah, to the guidance from Allah SWT will actually allow us to begin the journey uh, in the most beautiful and the best of ways so that our marriage which inshallah bring us closer to Jannah. Wallahu alam. Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much, Brother Hafiz. So at this point again, once again, uh, it's, it's a journey for all of us. And, you know, do come to Commerce Central if you have any questions. We would love to answer them. And if, if, even if you guys need guidance, uh, personal guidance with, uh, with an Asatiza or a marriage counsellor like Brother Hafiz, we would love to um, get you guys connected. It's something that we all uh, need from time to time. And it's not something that uh, we have to be ashamed of when we need guidance when it comes to marriage. All of us do need them, including myself. So, alhamdulillah, I think it has been a very fulfilling podcast. Um, big topics have been discussed and hopefully we, we, we don't, um, we aim to give some clarity when it comes to understanding why Islam is, is as such. And uh, inshallah, we hope to do this series again. And we hope next time when we come up again, we see, see Tiawe, she's Ashalina and Brother Ibrahim, not just as single and ready to mingle Muslims, but as married Muslims, inshallah. So, <laughs> we keep them in our us. And of course, um, we thank you so much, Brother Hafiz, for coming up to share 
um, your experiences and your and and everything that you've been teaching, uh, to to you know countless of couples in our communities, uh, with us today on the podcast. So, alhamdulillah, uh, let's end this podcast by reciting Tasbih Kafara and Surah to Asr. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Wal as innal insana lafi khusr illa alladhina amanu wa amilu s-salihati wa tawassaw bil haqqi wa tawassaw bis sabr. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.